Welcome to a New Testament journey. We'll have the Bible reading, followed by a devotional. In the fifteenth year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar, when Pontius Pilate was governor of Judea, Herod, tetrarch of Galilee, his brother Philip, tetrarch of Iturea, and Trachonitis, and Licinius, tetrarch of Abilene, during the high priesthood of Annas and Caiaphas, the word of God came to John, son of Zechariah, in the wilderness. He went into all the country around the Jordan, preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. As it is written in the book of the words of Isaiah the prophet, A voice of one calling in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make straight paths for him. Every valley shall be filled and every mountain and hill made low. The crooked road shall become straight, the rough way smooth, and all people will see God's salvation. John said to the crowds coming out to be baptized by him, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the coming wrath? Produce fruit in keeping with repentance, and do not begin to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father, for I tell you that out of these stones God can raise up children for Abraham. The axe is already at the root of the trees, and every tree that does not produce good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. What should we do then? the crowd asked. John answered, Anyone who has two shirts should share with the one who has none, and anyone who has food should do the same. Even tax collectors came to be baptized. Teacher, they asked, what should we do? Don't collect any more than you're required to, he told them. Then some soldiers asked him, And what should we do? He replied, Don't exhort money and don't accuse people falsely. Be content with your pay. The people were waiting expectantly and were all wondering in their hearts if John might possibly be the Messiah. John answered them all, I baptize you with water, but one who is more powerful than I will come, the straps of whose sandals I am not worthy to untie. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand to clear his threshing floor and to gather the wheat into his barn he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. And with many other words, John exhorted the people and proclaimed the good news to them. But when John rebuked Herod the Tetrarch because of his marriage to Herodias, his brother's wife, and all the other evil things he had done, Herod added this to them all. He locked John up in prison. When all the people were being baptized, Jesus was baptized too. And as he was praying, Heaven was open, and the Holy Spirit descended on him in bodily form like a dove, and a voice came from heaven, You are my Son, whom I love. With you I am well pleased. Now Jesus himself was about thirty years old when he began his ministry. He was the son, so it was thought, of Joseph, the son of Heli, the son of Mathat, the son of Levi, the son of Melchi, the son of Janai, the son of Joseph, the son of Mattathias, the son of Amos, the son of Nahum, the son of Elsai, the son of Nagai, the son of Math, the son of Mattathias, the son of Semen, the son of Joseph, the son of Jodah, the son of Jonan, the son of Ressa, the son of Zerubbabel, the son of Sheltiel, the son of Nerai, the son of Melchi, the son of Adai, the son of Kozam, the son of El Madam, the son of Er, the son of Joshua, the son of Eliezer, the son of Joram, the son of Mathat, the son of Levi, the son of Simeon, the son of Judah, the son of Joseph, the son of Jonam, 
the son of Eliakim, the son of Malaya, the son of Mena, the son of Mathatha, the son of Nathan, the son of David, the son of Jesse, the son of Obed, the son of Boaz, the son of Salmon, the son of Nashon, the son of Amminadab, the son of Ram, the son of Hezron, the son of Perez, the son of Judah, the son of Jacob, the son of Isaac, the son of Abraham, the son of Terah, the son of Nehor, the son of Serug, the son of Reu, the son of Peleg, the son of Eber, the son of Shelah, the son of Canaan, the son of Arphaxad, the son of Shem, the son of Noah, the son of Lamech, the son of Methuselah, the son of Enoch, the son of Jared, the son of Mahalalel, the son of Kenan, the son of Enosh, the son of Seth, the son of Adam, the son of God. Luke chapter 3. The message John the baptizer brought was astonishingly powerful. It shows us the fundamentals of the message of the kingdom. John headlined with in-your-face demands for repentance. John looked at people's census responses. John looked at people's Bible reading plans. John heard people talking about their Christian heritage. And he spat half-digested locusts on them. That isn't enough, he cried. You can't just claim a Christian inheritance or copy certain Christian practices. You have to be cut to the heart. You have to want to kill the sin in you and to live a new life for God. This was an unadulterated demand to be baptised in the Spirit or to face the coming wrath. Talk about being beaten with a winnowing stick. But John didn't stop there. He had got in people's faces once, but then he went and got in their faces a whole nother time. He pointed at his hearers and called them serpents, and he pointed at the stones and he called them children. He railed against the idea that you could presume others out of the kingdom. Citizenship was through God's work alone. God could make citizens out of some ancient pieces of rock if he wanted to, and so he certainly could make them out of Gentiles. Any hint of excluding others from God's favour just because of their upbringing would make John bite like a camel. So we see in John's message the mega themes of the kingdom. Life change empowered by the Holy Spirit and the mercy of God being poured out on all the nations. The kingdom is a life of generosity and integrity only possible with Holy Spirit. And the kingdom is a life of explicit openness to the whole people of the world. Oh, I want to leave these kingdom themes in my life. How would that happen? Luke is keen to show that it doesn't come by us just listening to great preachers. Like a mallet that is used by a chef to tenderise the steak and then is put back into the drawer, John is swiftly sidelined from the narrative. Jesus is left front and centre, the son who is deeply loved by God. It is only by being baptised by him in his spirit that we can even begin to live a truly kingdom life. So, if you want to live a life of generosity and integrity and to see a global impact flow out of your fingers, nothing matters more than you coming to the sun. Here's a question for reflection. 
Do you feel like Jesus has baptised you with his spirit? Thank you for listening to today's New Testament journey. All the information about our journey can be found at www.anewtestamentjourney.net. We pray that God's word bears rich fruit in your life.